0: Beneath Your Snowman Sheets Written by New54321 Read by Gen G Chapter 12 Only One Way to Find Out That was Lad Baby yet again with last year's Christmas number one, fourth in a row from the comedy duo. Keep listening to find out whether they'll make it a fifth this year here on Spark Radio UK as we count down the 12 days to Christmas 2022. Waverly whistled along with the radio she could hear through the open door as she strung the fairy lights from the canopy of her threadbare snowman sheets. The canopy she had fought her damned hardest to put up elsewhere this year. She hadn't even lived here since June, and she had fought tooth and nail to put the canopy up in the living room of the little two-bed she now shared with the love of her life. The living room was completely kitted out with just about every possible Christmas decoration. A ridiculously oversized tree, so many fairy lights that it was actually brighter than it usually was during the damn day, and the privacy to have a movie night that wouldn't be interrupted by her asshole sister. They could have just come for dinner. They didn't need to hide away in Waverley's childhood bedroom to watch a film. But Nicole had insisted. It was tradition, and it had to be here, in this room, in this house. She had been very insistent. And very persuasive. Waverly shivered as she flicked the switch on the fairy lights, her spine rippling with the heated memory of just how persuasive her girlfriend had been. And Waverly was completely powerless to deny Nicole Hott anything. Especially when she did that thing with her tongue. Waverly shuddered, shaking her head in an effort to ground herself as she settled down into the Christmas den. Their movie loaded and ready to play. She beamed, her stomach fluttering as Nicole's careful footsteps sounded along the hallway and her girlfriend pushed her way into the bedroom carrying the usual popcorn and mugs of steaming hot chocolate. Nicole looked fucking adorable in the Christmas onesie that Waverley had insisted on. Oversized and baggy, the maroon reindeer patterned fleece practically swamping the redhead's hands and her socked feet. Waverley giggled as Nicole placed the popcorn and drinks down flopping unceremoniously across the bed beside her. Waverly hummed as she shuffled herself into her girlfriend's side, biting her lip in an effort to resist the urge to abandon her own matching onesie and crawl into Nicole's alongside her. It had been a year since the change in the way Nicole touched her, and it hadn't even begun to get old. Nicole Hot was her favourite person on the goddamn planet. Every day she loved her more, liked her more, wanted her more and every day Nicole made her feel every bit as loved and liked and wanted right back. She wrapped herself tightly around her girlfriend's side, hooking her calf over the redhead's leg just to increase the contact as they let the movie begin to play across the screen. She exhaled contentedly, resting her head on the heave of Nicole's chest as she let her fingers slip beneath the stupidly oversized sleeves of the redhead's onesie. Then she frowned. Nicole's heart was pounding. Fast, hard, irregular, and louder than Waverley was sure she'd ever heard it. She held her breath for a moment as she focused on the movement of Nicole's body against her side. Her girlfriend's breathing felt a little shorter than usual. The rise and fall of her chest heaved heavily, and the muscles of her torso tensed and shook against Waverley's side, just enough for the brunette to notice. Waverley had known Nicole Hot her entire life. She knew everything about her girlfriend, and that did not stop here. She knew exactly what the tremble of soft fingers and the unsteady exhale of sharp breaths meant. Nicole was nervous, and Waverley knew it. But what she really didn't know was why. She pulled back, turning her eyes to her girlfriend's face in time to see wide mocker eyes flick back from staring at the closed bedroom door. She furrowed her brows. Baby, are you okay? She whispered. Yeah, why? Nicole croaked. Her eyes flitting to the door so briefly Waverly would have missed it if she hadn't been so focused on her girlfriend's face. Nicole swallowed visibly, nodding her head in a very unsuccessful attempt to appear unfazed, and Waverly raised an eyebrow. She couldn't help but wonder, and not for the first time. How her girlfriend had managed to hide an 18-year love from her when her poker face was this bad? Because you're trembling so hard, I feel like you're about to take off. Waverley urged, sitting herself upright so she could better face her girlfriend. And the way you keep looking out that door, I'm a bit worried you're going to. What's going on? Nicole huffed out a laugh her eyes softening and her shoulders dropping a little as she pushed herself upright, twisting her body to face Waverley's. Her hands still trembled as they took Waverley's in her own, and her breath still fell a little unsteady. But her eyes were awed and bright and sparkling, and Waverley's own heart began to thump behind her ribs as she prayed that whatever those nerves were for, they were good. I love you, Wave, Nicole breathed her lips curling into the softest of dimpled smiles. "'If that's followed by a bot, I swear to God I will lynch you with these fairy lights!' Waverley choked, her own shoulders tensing under her confusion and Nicole's intense gaze. "'No!' Nicole chuckled, her eyes wide with a misted blend of amusement and shocked horror. "'That's drastically violent, but no!' Definitely no but. I just... Nicole's eyes flicked, another furtive glance in the direction of the closed bedroom door, and Waverley's confused tolerance snapped. Nicole, why do you look like you're planning your escape route? She panicked. You're freaking me out. And you never freak me out. No, no, baby. Definitely no escape route. It's just... "'Winona usually comes in about now, and...' Nicole paused, her eyes flicking to the door for a little longer this time. Waverly faltered. "'Winona?' She raised an eyebrow. "'Why was the threat of Winona's appearance making Nicole so skittish? "'And was this why Nicole had been so insistent that they do this here and not in their own home?' And you want her to? Waverly pushed. Her voice uncertain as she tried to read the confusing mix of awe and apprehension in Nicole's eyes. Nicole, please explain yourself before I lose my mind. OK. Nicole exhaled slowly. She spared one more glance at the door before she smiled softly, shaking her head a little as she turned her full attention to Waverley. Waverley chewed her lip in anticipation as sparkling mocker eyes fixed on her own, and Nicole's gentle fingers stroked reassuringly over the back of her trembling hands. Look, I know today isn't really our anniversary, she chuckled, her voice softer and steadier than it had been just moments ago, and Waverley felt her own anxiety ebb almost immediately at the return of the warmth in her girlfriend's words. I know our first date was a year ago tomorrow, but I just, well, I kind of feel like it is today, in a way. The 19th anniversary of the day I asked you out, and the first anniversary of the day you finally agreed. Waverly barked an unexpected laugh, her eyes crinkling at the knowing, almost smug smirk on Nicole's face. That is horrific! She giggled, swatting at Nicole's chest with her hand. Never put it like that again! Nicole grinned, winking cheekily and Waverley's nerves dissipated. It's a special day for me, Nicole murmured. Her smile softening again as she took Waverley's offending hand back in her own, squeezing it gently. For us. And I wanted to celebrate it with something special. Waverly opened her mouth, her mind swimming through a myriad of thoughts and questions as she searched those sparkling eyes. But before she could even begin to untangle one thread from another, the unmistakable thud of graceless footsteps pounded up the stairs and along the hallway. Waverly barely had time to react, but it definitely did not go unnoticed that Nicole seemed to somehow both tense and relax as the bedroom door slammed back on its hinges. (laughs) Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Winona's crooning seemed impossibly more tuneless and more animated than ever as she bounded into the bedroom. Both hands held behind her back as she gyrated her hips in an elaborate dance move. And the very next day, we went on a date. Mercedes mimicked the dance moves beside Winona, her voice growing louder and more excitably out of tune as she hit the change in the lyrics and Waverley couldn't help but giggle. This year in case it's not clear, Winona warbled, producing the holly from behind her back with a flourish. This holly means something special Mercedes sang, shimmying her hips as she wriggled her eyebrows animatedly in Waverley's direction. Waverley couldn't even begin to fight the beaming smile that tugged at her cheeks and crinkled her eyes as they misted with her unbidden emotion. This tradition had annoyed her for years. The badgering and the interruptions and the stupid songs and catchphrases and obscene dance moves. And yet, as annoying as it had been year after year, somehow it had still always been Waverley's favourite tradition and she owed it in its entirety to Winona and to Mercedes. She beamed impossibly wider, shaking her head as Winona brandished the holly above them with a bow, and she giggled as she turned to face Nicole. And her breath left her lungs immediately. She didn't know what she'd been expecting, or why it was such a surprise. But the flushed cheeks and the misty adoration in revered mocha eyes knocked the air from her chest. There was something in those eyes. And in that blush, that somehow she knew meant Nicole's gaze hadn't left her own face since the moment Winona and Mercedes had made their entrance. Like those eyes were waiting to find something in Waverley's own. Waverley couldn't hold back. Not this time. Not this year. With no barriers and no uncertainties and no unspoken feelings. She surged forward, her hands wrapping around Nicole's face as she claimed the redhead's lips in a passionate kiss just the right side of unacceptable for present company. She felt her entire body melt beneath her as Nicole's lips quirked into a soft smile against her own and her dimples caved beneath the brunette's fingers. Like even now, just a kiss could make her girlfriend giddy. Waverly sighed into the kiss, her fingertips stroking gently over the curves of Nicole's dimples. God, she was in love. When she finally managed to pull herself away, her nose brushing over Nicole's for just a moment longer before she allowed her eyes to flicker open, she was starkly aware of Winona's presence still right beside her, closer than was really necessary. She frowned as she dragged her gaze to her sister, and to Mercedes, and to their wide eyes and their excitable grins and the fucking holly that Winona was still brandishing out in front of her face with way too much enthusiasm. What are you doing? Waverly huffed, shuffling back in an effort to give herself more space in this very confusing ambush. Did you not listen to our lyrics? Winona practically shrieked. We thought they were a very nice touch. Don't you think, Little Hot? Absolutely. Nicole grinned. Nailed it! Waverley's frown deepened, her stomach dropping as she turned her gaze back to Nicole, the cogs in her brain beginning to turn as she tried to piece this bizarre puzzle together. Nicole's nerves, and Mercedes' excitement, and Winona's enthusiasm, and the fact that all three were watching her so weirdly intently. She swallowed thickly her stomach beginning to flutter with her own nerves as she searched Nicole's face for her answers. Nicole smiled, warm and safe and reassuring. But Waverly could see the nerves flickering in Mocker eyes as her girlfriend tipped her head, her gaze flicking back to the holly in the encouragement for Waverly to follow her eyeline. Waverly frowned, her eyes searching Nicole's face for a brief moment longer before she finally turned back to the holly suspended before her. Then... She saw it, nestled in the berries, the elegant silver band sparkling in the glare of the TV and the delicate set of diamonds glinting in the fairy lights of their snowman canopy. Waverley's gasp was visceral; was this what she thought it was of all the things she thought might be happening right now? This hadn't even nudged its way in around the edges, and she was immediately delirious with her hopes that the sparkle in that diamond meant what it felt like it meant. She knew how much Nicole loved her. She knew Nicole was her future. Had been for all of her past. And yet, even as she felt the bed shift beside her and the sting of tears burn at the back of her eyes as she tore her gaze from the sparkle of that beautiful ring, Waverley still couldn't quite allow herself to believe that this could be real. Until Nicole dropped to one knee beside her. Oh my God! Waverley whimpered her hands flying to her face as her eyes filled immediately with tears of overwhelming emotion. Nicole chuckled softly, her eyes sparkling as Waverley dropped to her own knees in front of her girlfriend, unable to even begin to care if she was breaking the rules of this particular ritual. Waverley reached her hands forward, twisting them into the excessive fabric of Nicole's onesie in her delirious need to keep her girlfriend close and she sobbed again as her vision began to swim behind the fall of her tears. Nicole? Waverly breathed, shaky and watery. It, is this what it looks like? Nicole grinned, her hands closing over the top of Waverley's. her touch almost as soft as her eyes as they searched the brunette's own. Nineteen years ago tonight, I fell in love for the first... An only time in my life, when my best friend kissed me under a stolen piece of Christmas holly, Nicole murmured. She prized Waverley's left hand from the depths of her onesie, bringing her fingers to her lips in a gentle kiss that made the brunette swoon almost as much as the words. And every year since, I've fallen more and more in love. Under the holly, and the mistletoe, and the Christmas lights, and everything else on every other day in between. Waverly sobbed. She couldn't help it. The noises leaving her throat were almost inhuman, and she could barely see through the well of tears in her eyes. But she couldn't tear them from her girlfriend's face, or the adoration in her favourite gaze. And then, last Christmas, my entire world changed. Nicole breathed. She chuckled softly, shaking her head in awed disbelief. My best friend told me she didn't want to be my best friend anymore. The love of my life told me she loved me too, that she wanted, and I believe I quote for word, to be my goddamn wife. Waverly sobbed out a laugh, her cheeks flushing as the memory flooded her veins, of those words and the way they left her lips. So. I, uh. Nicole huffed out a laugh, her own cheeks reddening as she took a deep, trembling breath. I guess. I was just wondering if that still stands. Waverly blubbed unashamedly as Nicole reached out beside her, pulling the ring from the holly. She could hear Winona's giddy squeak and Mercedes' hushed murmurs of excitement, but she simply couldn't have torn her gaze from Nicole if she'd wanted to which she absolutely did not. Waverly Earp, uh, Nicole murmured, her eyes bright and her smile blinding as she held the ring out between them. Will you marry me? Yes, Waverly yelped. Here, yeah? Nicole breathed. Oh my God, yes, Waverly giggled. Her cheeks ached. Her smile pulled so hard, and she nodded almost frantically as she held her hand out, and Nicole's own eyes welled with her tears. God, I love you! I love you too! Nicole giggled, her hand shaking as she slipped the ring onto Waverley's finger. So much! Waverley threw herself at her fiance. She couldn't have helped it, and she didn't think she could be blamed. Nicole was adorable. And warm, and safe, and sweet, and sexy, and she was hers, she always had been, and now she would be forever. Waverley kissed her, soft and slow, her hands twisting once again in the fabric of the onesie as she molded herself as best she could against her fiancé's body, not caring in the slightest for the whoops and cheers and whistles from Winona and Mercedes beside them, until the cheers multiplied and deepened and stretched and Waverley giggled into the kiss as she processed that her sister and her best friend were not their only audience. She broke the kiss, pulling back just in time to see the cork fly from a champagne bottle, with Nedley's hand clasped around the glass. Waverley beamed, her tears falling fresh as she met Gus's adoring gaze and her aunt winked at her. She turned back to Nicole completely unable to resist the pull as she connected their lips in another lingering kiss. "'We're getting married!' Nicole whispered, giddy and intoxicated, her eyes bright with that same hopeless adoration that Waverley had seen in them on this night a year prior, when she told her they were grown. "'Yeah, we are,' Waverley beamed. "'I'm going to marry you so hard, hot.' You've just heard Timeless Classic Stay Another Day from East 17. Arguably not a Christmas song, but it's on every Christmas playlist you'll ever hear, so who are we to deny it? You're listening to Spark Radio UK here in Berkshire, and stick with us as we play White Christmas and then count down the 12 days to Christmas 2026. Nicole gripped the edge of Gus's worn suede sofa, trying her hardest to tune into the crackling radio just to keep herself calm. She felt very tense. Very on edge, and only the combination of Bing Crosby's dulcet tones and Waverly's soft touch over her thigh kept her from lunging from her seat and pulling a swift end to the anxiety-inducing nightmare she found herself in. Are you sure this is a good idea? She hissed, low and strained into the shell of Waverly's ear. Honestly, Waverly whispered. No. Nicole squeaked. She gripped the sofa harder, her body rigid with her anxiety as she watched Mercedes sprawled across the sofa opposite, Nicole's 12-week-old daughter wriggling helplessly in her arms. She winced, biting back another squeak as Mercedes leaned over the baby, grasping her wine from the coffee table and swirling it as she talked animatedly with Winona. But she's a mother. She has her own six-month-old child, Waverly chuckled, squeezing Nicole's thigh. And she's alive and trauma-free, so I'm sure Arden is fine. Nicole nodded stiffly, forcing her shoulders to drop as she exhaled slowly at Waverley's words. Then she balked, tensing immediately as a sizable splash of deep red wine dripped over the rim of Mercedes glass and pulled in a trickle over the middle of Arden's wispy dark hair. Waverly, Nicole hissed. She gritted her teeth itching to move as Mercedes dabbed half-heartedly at the wine spillage with a chocolate-covered napkin. Shh, I know, baby. waywillie chuckled. She released her hand from Nicole's thigh, wrapping it instead around the redhead's waist as she cuddled in against her side. She turned her head, planting a soft kiss beneath Nicole's ear as her fingers began to trace gentle patterns over the dimples in Nicole's back. She's all right, Nick. We're right here. Nicole nodded once again. Waverley's touch just about keeping her twitching muscles and her clenched fists calm. She knew she was overreacting. Knew she was overprotective. But Arden was perfect. She was a perfect, beautiful, ethereal little piece of heaven. And she had Waverley's eyes and the cutest button nose and the tiniest toes Nicole had ever seen. Nicole couldn't bear the thought of anything ever harming her little angel. And Nicole was new to this. She wasn't exactly well-versed in the level of harm such a thing as a few drops of spilled red wine might do to an angelic infant. So she was a little on edge. Sue her. She closed her eyes, wrapping her own arm around Waverley's shoulders as she pulled her closer against her side willing her mind to let her body melt into the reassurance and the comfort that her wife's touch always gave her. Until Arden's lungs opened, and the shrill sound of a toe turning cry rippled through the room and into Nicole's soul, along with a cold sting of panic. Nicole jumped forward, her fists unclenching instinctively as she made to reach for her daughter, and swipe her away from the life-threatening experience that was Mercedes Gardner. Waverly wrapped her fingers around the back of Nicole's shirt, pulling her firmly back into her seat beside her. Nicole yelped, biting her own tongue to disguise the panicked sound as she let wide, almost frantic eyes bear into Waverly's in a silent plea. Give her a second, baby, Waverly whispered, her fingers resuming their reassuring trace over the small of Nicole's back. She's all right. Nicole held her breath her every muscle itching as she watched Mercedes quiet, calm, surprisingly stoic husband step up to the plate. It was seamless. Doles's face barely twitched, the shine in his dark eyes the only hint of any existence of emotion as he lifted Arden into the cradle of his arm and quietly began to pace the floor as he rocked her, and the crying subsided instantly. Nicole blinked. The sudden cry and the even more sudden absence of the cry was abrupt enough to spin her head on its axis. That was effortless, far more effortless than any attempt she or Waverley had made to calm their own daughter in twelve weeks. She sat back slowly, letting her tension ease into the sofa, and her body melt into Waverley's as she blew out a low whistle. Well, that was unexpected, she whispered. That's how Harper is alive and trauma free, Waverley breathed, half amused and half audibly impressed. Who knew? Hey little hot Nicole snapped her gaze up, her eyes widening at the sound of her name in Winona's voice. Wynona grinned, nodding her head in the direction of the Christmas tree. There's a present under the tree for you. For me Nicole furrowed her brow. Why? You haven't bought me a Christmas present in twenty-seven years, and it's not even Christmas for another two days. Is that a hint of ungratefulness I hear in your voice hot? Wynona shot, raising an eyebrow mock offence. Not yet, Nigol mumbled. But it is fear. Waverly giggled. Rude, Wynona scoffed. Just open the present, fuck-trumpet. Nicole rolled her eyes, biting back a smirk as she pushed herself up from the sofa, dropping to her knees beside the Christmas tree as she hunted for the gift that bore her name, presumably in Wynona's barely legible scrawl. She grinned, the anticipation in her stomach settling slightly as she found the surprisingly delicately wrapped package, the label printed in a neater hand than she'd expected. Too little hot. Baby girl, and even babier girl. Merry first Christmas as a family. Love you all, but mostly Arden. Auntie Winona. Nicole grinned, shaking her head in soft amusement as she picked back the tape on the glittered, winter wonderland-themed wrapping paper. She peeled back the paper, her breath catching hard in her chest as her eyes caught familiar, beloved patterned fabric fresh and new, and brightly coloured beneath the thick layer of cellophane and the cardboard casing, but instantly recognisable as the very same as the snowman sheets that had worn and faded, and sat proud above some of the most important moments of both Nicole and Waverley's lives so far. "'Oh my God!' Nicole gasped, her eyes wide and her voice almost choked in her bewildered surprise. "'Where did you find these?' It's amazing what you can find on eBay, Winona shrugged, grinning in evident self-satisfaction. I figured Arden needs her own set. She definitely cannot be having her Christmas movie nights under the same canopy her parents have fucked in every year for the past six years. Winona, Waverly scolded. Nicole smirked, her eyes flitting to Waverly as her wife blushed, scowling in Winona's direction. She shook her head in disbelief, her dimples caving in her cheeks as she scanned the brand new snowman sheets in her hands. A whole new set of memories, for a whole new life, as yet unmade. She blinked, fighting the burn at the back of her eyes and she swallowed the lump that formed in her throat. Thank you, Y, she gushed, her voice wavering slightly in her earnesty. This is really sweet. Wynona screwed her face. OK. You can stop whatever that is immediately. Nicole rolled her eyes. If you're going to get this soft on me, little hot, I'm going to need a drink. Wynona exclaimed, slapping her thighs as she pushed herself up from her seat. Beers all round? Nicole nodded her agreement as Wynona made her way across the room and she settled herself back down on the sofa beside Waverly. She leaned into her wife's side, her chest and her muscles much less tense this time as she wrapped her arm around the brunette's shoulders. She watched their daughter, quietly sucking her own toes as she lay contentedly in Dole's arms, and she exhaled a heavy sigh of serenity as she processed the way her life had changed and grown and blossomed over the past five years. Twenty-three years of love, and Waverley was her wife, the mother of her child, The love of her life, and still her best friend. Her favourite person in the world. And Nicole was pretty sure it didn't get better than that. You know, Waverly whispered. Her voice hushed over the shell of Nicole's ear as she leaned in closer. Dolls is kind of a baby whisperer. He really is, Nicole exclaimed her eyes wide as she snapped her gaze to meet Waverley's in wonderment. Do you think he could teach us? Or we could hire him? Just to, like, be with us all the time? No. Waverley chuckled, her eyes glinting with mischief as they flicked between Nicole's and briefly to the redhead's lips. But I do think he's got things in hand right now. She smirked sly and mischievous as she let her fingers drift over the inside of Nicole's thigh, inching upwards. Oh? Nicole bit back a shiver, her eyes hooding almost immediately under the touch as she studied her wife in curious amusement. She smirked. What are you suggesting? I'm suggesting. It's been a while. Waverly murmured, her voice low as her eyes flicked to Nicole's lips. And there's an empty bedroom upstairs, with our name on it. Nicole swallowed thickly, her stomach swooping at the suggestive rumble beneath Waverley's words and the teasing dance of her fingers. Waverley, Earp, hot, she gasped. Are you suggesting we leave our baby in the arms of a strange man and sneak away to fuck in your childhood bedroom while our families are in the living room? Waverley grinned. That's exactly what I'm suggesting, she murmured, her grin growing wolfish. Filth, Nicole teased, her lips curled in mock disapproval. You are a mother. Oh, please, Waverly purred, her fingers trailing tortuously higher. I know those eyes well enough to know you're three seconds from agreeing. Nicole pursed her lips. She looked at Arden, fast asleep with her hand wrapped around Doles' finger, as he rocked her gently. She glanced at Mercedes, scrolling on her phone, and Nedley and Gus as they cooed over Harper. And she listened as Winona bickered with Gus and Curtis in the kitchen. Then she looked back at Waverley, and the glint in hazel eyes that never failed to make her thighs feel tight. She blinked. It had a while. Fuck it. Go, she hissed, practically pushing Waverly up from the sofa as she ushered her towards the door. While they're not looking, go, 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 go. Nicole's socks slipped on the hardwood floors as she scurried out into the hallway, hot on Waverly's heels in pursuit of the stairs. Waverly squealed, practically scampering up the staircase as Nicole chased her, playful hands grabbing lightly at the brunette's waist. Nicole's stomach clenched at the tension in Waverley's muscles, a wanton kind of fire beginning to burn low at the thought of finally being alone with her wife after weeks of sleepless nights and long days and flopping into bed with heavy eyes and aching bones. Twenty-three years of love, three years of marriage and a baby, and Nicole had never been more attracted to Waverley, had never wanted her more, and she felt that low fire flame hot. Hot as Waverley surrendered at the top of the stairs, spinning to face Nicole as she allowed her body to melt into the redhead's touch. Waverley's giggles grew stronger as Nicole wrapped her hands around the brunette's thighs, lifting them effortlessly over her waist as she stumbled into the bedroom, and made a beeline for Waverley's neatly pressed, always meticulously made, childhood bed. There was no canopy this year. No snowman sheets, or fairy lights, or movie, or hot chocolate. They'd kind of had their hands full, and it hadn't seemed necessary. But even in the dark, the chiffon curtains and the framed photos, the shelves of schoolbooks and the fading scent of sunflowers and honey still felt like every memory Nicole had of this room, and something about the nostalgia made her stomach swoop harder. She grinned, wolfish and predatory as she lowered Waverly down onto the bed, rolling her hips immediately into her wife's core. Yes, baby, Waverly groaned, her lips curling into a pleasure-drunk smile as she arched her back, her eyes fluttering closed. God, I've missed you like this. I've missed you too, Nicole hummed, her arousal prickling hard along her spine as Waverly pushed her fingers up beneath the hem of this year's ridiculous Christmas jumper, dragging her nails deliberately over the small of the redhead's back touching you, and tasting you. She groaned, her eyes rolling back as Waverly dug her fingers into the curves of her arse, pulling her into her as she slipped her tongue over Nicole's bottom lip and into her mouth. God, how do you still do this to me so quickly? Nicole huffed, her hips pinning Waverly down beneath her as she began to stamp heated, open-mouthed kisses over the column of the brunette's throat. Waverly hummed, the vibrations in her throat tingling against Nicole's lips as the redhead worked the sensitive spots over her wife's neck. "'Because I know every button hot,' she husked, her hands slipping seamlessly between their bodies and pushing instantly beneath the waistband of Nicole's jeans. "'And exactly how to play them.' "'Up hot!' Nicole whimpered, her hips bucking desperately into the touch. Damn straight, Waverly whispered, her fingertips slipping effortlessly over Nicole's clit. There was nothing slow, no games, no tease, no build-up. They didn't need to. They were in a race against the clock, and they knew each other's bodies more than well enough to know they could win. Nicole bit down over Waverley's pulse point sucking the flesh into her mouth as she fumbled with the ties of her wife's lightweight trousers, pulling them loose and slipping her own hand beneath the waistband and into glorious wet heat. Until the unmistakable sounds of footsteps thudded into the edges of her haze of arousal, and Nicole's heart lurched into her throat. Fuck! Nicole yelped. She scrambled backwards, her limbs tangling with every one of Waverley's as she fought desperately to extract herself from her wife's grasp and her fingers from her underwear. Motherfucker! Waverley growled, her head tipping back in frustration. Really? Still? Nicole exhaled heavily, just managing to push herself back and off of Waverley's hips as the door slammed open and the room filled with the glow of the hallway light. Ride it, my pony! Winona practically shrieked. The fucking sprig of holly held up over her eyes as she gyrated into her sister's childhood bedroom. My saddle's waiting. Come and, Mercedes crooned, moonwalking in behind Winona, a champagne bottle covering her own eyes. Nicole cringed. Waverly blanched. OK, you can stop that immediately, Waverly huffed, pushing herself up against the wall as her fingers fussed unabashedly with the ties of her trousers. Wynona halted. She lifted the holly sprig, her nose wrinkled and one eye cracked open as she glanced warily at the bed. Too far? she whispered. Nicole rolled her eyes. Little weird, yeah... She chuckled, pressing her thighs together in an effort to cool the flames that flickered between them under the remnants of Waverley's touch. She smirked, raising a playful eyebrow. That's Waverley's lap dance song. Wynona balked. Ew! Homophobe? Nicole shot. Love is love. Oh, fuck off! Wynona scoffed flinging the holly onto the bed beside Nicole as she flopped down at the foot of the mattress. Forgive me if the image of my little sister giving a lap dance doesn't fill me with loving tenderness. Nicole smirked. Who says she's the one dancing? Waverly tutted, shoving Nicole's side lightly as she rolled her eyes. Why are you here? She demanded, kicking at the sole of Wynonna's foot with her own. Wynona kicked the holly. Waverley sighed heavily. Obviously, Wynona exclaimed. It's tradition. We were already doing that bit. This is the opposite of the tradition, Waverley huffed. OK. I'm going to level with you, Mercedes stated, flopping herself down onto the mattress beside Wynona. I just wanted to escape parenting duty for a minute, and I was jealous of your hideout. Mercedes pushed the open bottle of champagne into Waverley's hands. So I thought maybe this could be our new tradition instead? Mercedes pleaded. We tried that before, remember? Nicole chuckled, shaking her head as she shuffled closer to Waverley, wrapping her arm around her wife's shoulders. With a cheaper shit bottle of champagne, ah, yeah, Winona sighed, leaning forward as she grabbed the bottle from her sister's hand. The good old days we did have a great time, didn't we? Mercedes grinned, Nicole chuckled. They really did all of them for all of their lives. we were lucky. she breathed. All four of us. We still are, Waverly agreed, resting her head on Nicole's shoulder. How many people can truly say their childhood best friend is still their favourite person? More than twenty years later, whatever the relationship. Hear, hear, Mercedes whooped, grabbing the bottle and raising it above her head. I hope Arden has that one day, Nicole whispered turning her head to look down at Waverley. A real best friend, like we did. Yeah, I hope Harper does too, and a love like yours, Mercedes agreed, taking a swig of the champagne. She paused, her brow furrowing as she considered her words. But not necessarily in the same person. Platonic is fine, Nicole grinned. She swiped the bottle, raising it up above them in a toast. To our kids. And to friends. Waverley beamed. Platonic and otherwise. There we have Slades. Merry Christmas, everybody. And you're listening to Spark Radio UK here in Berkshire, as we count down the 12 days to Christmas in 2042. Nicole tapped her feet in time to the radio as she poured the contents of her pan into four matching, snowflaked patterned mugs. The scent of white hot chocolate filled the air of Gus and Curtis's kitchen, and the sweet warmth and the memories that swirled in the thickened liquid made Nicole's whole body tingle with contented elation. She smiled softly as footsteps sounded behind her and familiar arms wrapped themselves around her waist, warm lips pressing a tender kiss to her dimpled cheek. "'There'd better be a mug here for me, Mrs Earp Hot,' Waverly whispered, "'her fingers teasing just beneath the hem of Nicole's heavy-knitted Christmas jumper. "'In nearly nineteen years of marriage? "'Have I let you down yet, Tunkle "'Nicole chuckled, leaning back into Waverley's embrace as she pulled a mug forward, "'sprinkling a handful of tiny marshmallows over the milky-white surface. "'Hmm... no.' Waverley hummed, nozzling her nose beneath Nicole's ear as she reached for the mug. Not even once. Nicole grinned, turning her head as she caught her wife's lips in her own in a slow, lingering kiss. Waverley scratched lightly at the soft skin beneath Nicole's jumper, and the redhead almost laughed as her stomach fluttered with the all-too-familiar feeling of beating wings. It never failed to amaze Nicole just how much her body still reacted to her wife's touch this way. The way she still felt Waverley's kiss, and the brush of her fingers, deep in her veins, after all these years. Do you two ever put each other down? Wynona huffed. Her brash voice and the harsh slap of her bare feet across the tiled floor breaking through Nicole's contented reverie. Nicole rolled her eyes. Not if we can help it, Waverly whispered. She grinned, pushing herself up onto her tiptoes as she pressed another heated kiss to Nicole's lips. Barf! Wynona groaned. One of those for me? She pushed her way past Waverly, reaching for Nicole's mug of hot chocolate before the redhead could even open her mouth to object. Hey! Nicole yelped. The words barely out before Winona and her mug disappeared through the kitchen doorway. She sighed sadly. My hot chocolate. It's tradition. She pouted, her eyes wide and her brow furrowed as she turned back to Waverley. She melted, her dimples caving into a soft smile as her wife grinned, kissing her jutted lower lip. I'll make you another one, baby, Waverley murmured her fingers stroking lightly over the back of Nicole's neck. "'You go and give the girls theirs.' Nicole grinned, shaking her head in resignation as she broke away from her wife's embrace, lifting the two remaining mugs for her daughter and her best friend. She carried the mugs carefully, her slippered feet treading slowly over the wooden staircase as she made her way up to Waverley's childhood bedroom, and the fairy-lit snowman canopy she knew surrounded her daughter's movie night.' She paused beside the door, shuffling the drinks as she freed a hand in order to knock on the wooden panels. She halted, her chest swelling with warmth and adoration as her 16-year-old daughter's voice floated through the closed door, quietly strong and calmly confident, as it always was. "'I don't get why you don't love Hallmark movies!' Arden exclaimed. "'It's Christmas! How can you not love a Hallmark movie at Christmas?' they're just always the same, Harper's voice retorted, her mother's playful sass forever laced beneath her words. The country guy gets the city girl. Then the city girl realises how much more to life there is than the success she has, and the obscene money she makes, and her lavish apartment in New York City, and her friends And she gives up everything to move back to the arse end of nowhere with her childhood love. And we're just supposed to think that's romantic. Nicole chuckled, nodding her head to herself as she considered Harper's words. She had a point. But don't you think it is romantic? Arden argued. To fall in love with someone you've known your whole life. Maybe even love them all that time and not know it. Nicole's heart dropped. Her stomach fizzed, her pulse racing in her ears as her adrenaline began to pump through her veins and giddy excitement began to take over any common sense. She couldn't help it. It was instinctive. She'd been so sure for some time now that Arden's eyes held the very same thing that would have been present in her own around Waverley's at 16. The same secret and the same love for her lifelong best friend. She was sure of it. Waverley, on the other hand, was not on the same page. Maybe, Harper agreed, her voice softer than it had been. But just one time, I'd like the country guy to move to New York and let the woman live her life. Nicole chuckled. She took a deep breath shaking the giddy excitement from her veins before she rapped her knuckles lightly over the bedroom door. Come in! Nicole pushed back the door, her heart clenching once again in her chest as her eyes landed on the scene before her. The snowman sheets were pulled high, the shape and the structure just the same as it had always been, fading with their age and their use. The fairy lights were brighter than Waverley's ever had been, but they hung in the same loops and shed the same warm glow and beneath the thick, forest fauna-themed quilt, Arden lay side by side with her lifelong best friend in just the same way Nicole had done for eighteen years. The parallels made Nicole's heart ache, both with love and hope for her daughter, and with a wistful kind of nostalgia for her own days long behind her. Hey, she whispered, holding the two mugs up in gesture as she pushed her way into the bedroom. Thought you girls might want some hot chocolate. Ugh, you're the best. Harper groaned, lurching forward immediately to grab the mugs from Nicole's hands. Thanks, Mum. Arden smiled earnestly, hazel eyes twinkling as she gratefully accepted her mug. Best tradition of the year. Love you. Nicole beamed. She loved how much that smile mirrored Waverley's crinkling Arden's eyes at the corners in the very same way her mother's did when it got big. Love you too, baby girl, she murmured. She winked, blowing her daughter a kiss as she backed out of the room. See? Now she's just gonna go back home and be a farmhand, when she was on a six-figure before, Harper scoffed, her voice carrying through the last crack in the doorway as Nicole pulled it closed behind her. That's love, dude, Arden laughed. That's what it does. Nicole practically skipped back down the stairs, her stomach swimming with the giddy excitement that she knew she really ought to keep buried down. Why do you look so happy? Waverly raised an eyebrow, meeting her in the hallway with their mugs of hot chocolate as they made their way to the living room. Nicole grinned smugly. I just heard Arden say it's romantic to fall in love with someone you've known your whole life. Oh my God, will you stop? Waverly laughed, rolling her eyes as they crossed into the living room, making their way to the sofa opposite Winona Mercedes and Dolls. Why? Nicole groaned. Let me be excited. They're not us, Nicole, Waverley giggled you're projecting. But they are just like us, Nicole whined. I really think they could be into each other. Why don't you see it? Because it isn't there. Waverly raised an eyebrow, her lips twitching in amusement as she folded her arms. Please stop being weird. Nicole rolled her eyes her shoulders dropping as she slumped, dejected onto the sofa. "'Oh, well, forgive me for wanting my daughter to find a love that makes her as happy as you make me,' she grumbled. "'Will you please stop shipping our children, little hot?' Mercedes groaned. Nicole grumbled wordlessly, sinking further down into the sofa in her grumpy dejection. She knew Waverley and Mercedes were right, really.' but she just liked the idea. She couldn't help it. You're undermining the importance of platonic friendship, Mercedes continued, her fingers wrapped around the stem of an unnecessarily large wine glass. Those two are a powerful team, but they're not in love. Not like you two. They're more like us. Right, why? I don't know, Winona shrugged a shit-eating smirk crossing her face. I could get behind Team Harden. Nicole balked. Waverly gagged. Mercedes groaned. Oh. God. No. Jesus Christ, Erp! Okay. I'm over it. Nicole shuddered. Never say that again. No, no. I think you could be onto something. Wynona exclaimed, jumping up from the sofa with an elaborate wriggle of her eyebrows. Only one way to find out! Nicole watched, her brow furrowed in both distress and curiosity as she watched her sister in law pad across the living room to the fireplace and the old garland that Gus still strung across it every Christmas. Eh? Wynona grinned, wrapping her fingers around the stem of a sprig of holly plucking it from the garland and brandishing it with a flourish. Time to pass down another tradition? No!